say is Why do we exist? Is it God or is it to be God's or is it to be rich? Are you sure? Is it to be poor? Is it to be wealthy? To be pure or something to endure? Or do you live to be deadly? Or do you have the conscience to see through all of the nonsense? And when they ask how you feel, it's hard not to be honest Or do you live to conquer? Kill any imposter who tries to stop what you're plotting No matter what you were prosper or do you think you're heaven sent? Well please show me the evidence of this claim that you represent Do you suffer from selfishness? Do you know what direction you're going? Are you a perfectionist? Are you here to play ball? Cause you make it look so effortless Are you the next president? Are you here to destroy? Are you here to create? Are you here to avoid? Are you here to relate? Are you here to be the voice of the people to teach and show them that they have a choice? Or are you just a demon here to deceive the people? Evil is what you feed them as long as you continue breathing Are you here to spread diseases? Cause you had one all your life And you feel that the life that you live is out of spite Are you here to do what's right? Do you question what's right and wrong? I question it all, people, until the questions are gone With that said, when I'm dead, I'll die with questions I answer Like, is there a cure for AIDS or is there a cure for cancer? You believe in the Lord, but the Lord goddamned you Cause it brought you in a world that doesn't understand you They commend you It's Lethal Lips, the Deep Throat Diva, porn star from out of New York City. Um, what else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> that was a real short intro. Give us a bit of a bio. Give us a bit of a rundown of, you know, how long you've been in the industry. Um, and we know we'll pick it up from there, really. Okay, well, I'm uh, in the adult business. I've been in the industry off and on for like a little bit more than 10 years. I'm most known for, I don't know, you guys uh, watch World Star Hip Hop over there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know you. We we know you from Sub-Zero, Smash. Okay, I didn't even know that those things were like international. So basically, I'm most known for deep throating this 18-inch dildo on Worldstar. And that kind of like broke the internet at that time. And I um, uh, had like a little hip-hop beef with another porn star, Brian Pumper at a time. And yeah. pretty much... <laughs> uh, no one likes my man, man. Yeah, let, <laughs> let, you know what, you guys, let me let me start this. Let me start this. So, Lethal Lips, you're right. My name is Mark Hamilton. How are you doing? I'm fine. I, I'm very familiar with you. I'm, f- I'm very familiar with you. I'm familiar with your work. I used to travel. Oh, no. I travel back and forth to New York quite often. And I know you're from Queens. Am I correct? Yes, I'm from Queens. Okay, so could you let our listeners know how how did you get into the adult business to start with? How did, you, how did it all start for you? I actually started off as an exotic dancer. And I was like, you know what? I was... I like the dance life, to be honest. You know how some girls are like, oh, they, they denied doing it or they didn't really like say they didn't they enjoyed it. I actually liked the dance life and the um the nightlife or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I think I need to expand. So um a girlfriend of mine had offered me an opportunity. She said, I can't afford to pay you to be on my site, but she was like, I can build your website. And I said, Okay, you know what? No problem, let's do it. And from there on out. Uh, I really wanted to get deeper into film. So I told my friends, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a porn star. And they're like, oh, whatever. You know, you're, you're crazy. I can curse. Can I curse? Yeah, yeah you're good to do whatever yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. do. Okay, yeah. I, didn't know if I, I didn't know if it was I censored. So I was like, uh, I was in a club one night and I met a guy that managed some girls. I was like, you know what? I want to do fucking porn. He was like, as a matter of fact, I have a friend of mine. He's a manager and he's coming into town in a few days and uh, he manages girls in the adult film industry. He was like, you might just have to go do 
like a demo or, you know, some type of interview. I said, okay, well, give me his number and, you know, give him my number and I'm interested. So I go there. Uh, he basically had a male talent there and my name was just lethal at the time. And I did a literally less than five minute demo of what I could do and he filmed it. And this is what he said he was going to shop to a couple companies. Basically, he liked it. He was like, you got a lot of energy. Uh, this is going to work. I can do, I can guarantee you like a magazine layout, two West Coast production films and two other films right away in uh, another company that was called X Level. And from there on out, I was just, it was a hit. Hello? Hello? We're here. We're here. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes, interesting. So, is... Um, West Coast Productions, is that still, is that something that's still going? I believe that West Coast Production is still filming. I, I do think they're still filming. Uh, a lot of the major companies are still filming. You have a lot of these uh, smaller companies popping up left, right, and center. A lot of people are doing webcam stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's with the invention, uh, the invention or intervention with, of uh, downloading and the, the, the copy dvds and that kind of stuff i guess people have moved away from that they're not making as much money i take it in the industry uh not as far as like the filming still continues because this is like a major part of the lifestyle in la for like especially in the valley for a lot of the porn stars out there but um you know i noticed there like not really any new porn stars when it comes to like especially african-american girls they're only like you know they're girls doing porn but they there are no new porn stars there's like maybe two that made it after me and that's like the end of that. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to continue, but you have a lot of housewives and like webcam and a lot of people that I know have been like becoming popular off just the internet. Can I ask you a what question? You is, is there any money involved in it? Is it a big money maker to where somebody could actually settle their life? Uh, as far as like the porn, yes, I can hear you. As far as the porn industry or like the adult film industry, as a whole, like adult business as a whole. Business on a whole. Okay, there's uh, two separate people that I know of. I don't know if you ever heard of these people named um, Rock and Shay. And they're just an amateur couple and they just have sex everywhere. And I think their net worth right now is like three point something million. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, I know those two. I know those two guys. Xvideos.com. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, basically yeah. just sleep with each other. <laughs> Wait, that, and, um, that, I think she, she's from Africa, isn't it? She's Ghanaian, ain't she? Oh, really? Yeah, sure, she's and African. There's a, um, there's a lot of webcam girls that I know that their whole life is just based around being a web girl. And no one even knows them. And they go out in the street, they have their normal lives. But this is how they make their living. Mm. So right, don't, I got a question. Yeah, go on, Steven. Go on. Go, go on. Go on. <laughs> so um, how does being a porn star like affect your personal life? Do you like still enjoy sex off camera or does it all just feel like work? No, it doesn't feel like work, but let's be for real. Like good sex is good sex, wherever it comes from, however you can get it. Um, <laughs> it doesn't feel like work, but sometimes, you know, it just takes a lot to like find someone who's really compatible and can like please you sexually. And uh, the, the hardest thing for me in my personal life is people watching porn and trying to emulate what they see me doing yeah. on camera in the bedroom and then it just ends up being like a rabbit sex like you know like two rabbits fucking and i'm like hey uh i'm right here what are you doing <laughs> you know what i mean they, they're trying to like yeah. live up that's not expectations necessary. yeah and it's not even necessary it's unnecessary it's actually i don't even like that 
to leave for? How do you balance? How do you balance your? Do you have a partner? Um, like a boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just I gave that up. Uh, maybe in January, and right now I'm happy being single. So when you have a boyfriend, does this? As obviously being a, I know you and Pinky have done a lot of stuff together, and I know Pinky said that she's got a boyfriend, and how does it affect you having a relationship and does your boyfriend feel comfortable knowing that this is what you do for a living you know what um how can i say this i I had one of my exes i was hanging out with last night and he told me he he finally confessed to me that he did feel a certain type of way but he never admitted it while we were together and i try not to like uh what do you say put it all out there in people's faces even though it's on the internet and like that's my persona when i'm in front of people or like when i'm entertaining people i try not to bring that home like so when i'm home i'm act normal i don't really talk about work at all i try to like keep that away from my relationships and i try to like make my relationships around my relationships around my personality and who i really am and show different sides of me um at per- um aside from what they see on camera you know what i mean yeah. i try to be a, like a better person or a good cook or do certain things and show different sides of me so that people aren't so focused on what i do for a living so even like say even like say in your personal life with regards to like say your family your your your, your, your sister's brother's mom does these create any issues in the house like where someone might say well they don't agree with what you do for a living oh um the funny thing about that is like my family are like uh one side of the family like my grandmother that side they're like shallow christians yeah and i don't know if you know what that means they're like shallow christians are women that don't wear pants my grandmother doesn't wear jewelry she doesn't believe in fake hair she's just she's a very strict christian like a missionary innocence yes she doesn't wear anything but a watch you know what i mean i gave her Mm -hmm. a cross for christmas one day and she gave it away so like certain you know so she's very like strict and like um my mother's side of family they're really christian too like i grew up in a really strict household and what happens is the type of family that i have they won't even mention it like they didn't find out for like years upon years later i'm in my career and i think someone mentioned it to me one time and aside from that i've never heard heard of it again and they like to like see things under the rug they act like it never happened so i don't hear about it at all Okay, that's cool. You know so what that, I mean? Yeah, so they it's pretend like it doesn't have. They pretend like it's like the elephant in the room. They pretend like it doesn't exist. Well, I'm and not, only like maybe once. So, go ahead. So I was gonna uh, continue. All right, go on, continue. Say, sorry, sorry, uh-huh. continue, continue. We too eager. I was gonna say only once. Uh, my mother, someone uh, had took her out to dinner, and they showed her like a video, which I was like, "Mom, that's not your friends." They showed her a video, and she was just highly offended. She knew about the porn, but she said she was so embarrassed when she saw me doing anal, and she was like, "Oh my god, that's taboo!" And it just was like she just was so against it, and she was very upset. And I just was laughing, and she was like, "That's not funny." I know, I know that was really not nice, but that that's how I felt about it. And, she, I just uh, didn't know she that way because it was anal. You highlight uh, a good point, sis. What kind of friends would they be for your mother to be showing us such material? I mean, what could they gain except for to to harm her? That's what I said. I said, no, nah, a real friend, they wouldn't do that. Uh, that's exactly what I told her. Well, yeah, that was it. Can I ask a question? Oh, um, as you as a, a, a more mature woman in the world, um, just asking you on a level, 
Um, what do you get the reaction through, like, younger women? You know, the younger upcoming women who probably see you and, like, they immolate and they want to think that, yeah, they could get into the same business and make things happen. You know, do you get them kind of requests where people are asking you instructions on how you do things? Um, I've had um, some girls, like, email me, even a lot of males especially, like, how can they get into the business? A lot of the males, I don't take them seriously. And um, as far as, like, the females are concerned, like, people approach the business, they don't approach it like a business. So when they send me emails, they're like, oh, I want to do porn. How do I get into porn? They don't send a picture. They don't send a full nude with them, their face attached. So I'm like, if you're scared to send a nude with your face on the picture, you can't do porn anyway. So I just, like, basically disregard them. But as far as, like, uh, so I haven't really had too many girls that are serious. There was, like, one girl who emailed me, and she's now a porn star now, um, Sienna Dream. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, but um, nah. I basically named her, put her in the business, and um, there's an uh, older porn star, like she's not a porn star anymore, uh, Italia Blue, that was my ex-girlfriend. I named her, I brought her in the business. Like if I see something in someone and I see that they have that passion and they have something different about them, then I'll give them pointers and point them in the right direction. Uh, I got a quick question, you know, I got a quick question, man. Um, obviously you just previously, you mentioned them um, the whole anal sex thing and it's taboo and all that. Obviously, mm-hmm. I keep it hundred. I'm not a man who dabbles in them thing there. I'm saying, what's the, what's, the, <laughs> what's the mass appeal of that? Is that like more pleasurable than vaginal sex for a female, or uh, as a female who like? Say it again. Or is it just doing I mean, it for the sake of doing it? No, I actually enjoy that passionately in my personal life. That's something that I do a lot on camera, and that's something that I really love. And um, as someone who loves anal sex, it's like uh, touching the G-spot in a in an area, like when they go inside through the um, anal cavity or whatever, it's touching the G-spot that's in the vagina from the back end. Like, that's a, a part that's rarely touched, so it's like an immediate... It's an easy orgasm right away. As long as you get past the uncomfortable feeling initially, it's amazing. It's like a, it's a real hard come. Okay. Wow. Oh, so that's why these guys. Oh, we're getting a lot of background sounds. Sorry, sorry. Please, please, please. Okay. Yeah. So um, lethal. Nah, no, no problems. So lethal with this whole. Please, you have to forgive us now. With this whole the anal sexual activity. Mm-hmm. You say that it's something that you do a lot in your personal life, yeah, and something that you do on camera. So is this something that most men yeah. who, if they're gonna shoot a scene with you, that's something that they're gonna have to take part in? No, not necessarily, because it depends on what the company is asking for. Um, we don't usually get to just freestyle and get on camera unless it's for like my personal website or something that I'm filming. We don't just get to freestyle and get on camera and do whatever we want to do. They basically tell us this is what we're looking for. Or like uh, if this is a big butt um, shoot, it's mostly butt angles. This is where, what we really want for this film. You get what I mean? It all depends on the type of film, the title and what they're willing to pay for. So, so with, so, with, so Hello? with, with the, um, with yes, the, um, knows, knows before he does the scene. Okay, no, so you know, with the black porn, the black no, porn world, yeah, we hear that there's a lot of double standards because there was a, there was a lady who made a DVD and, um, I was watching the DVD mm-hmm. and she's saying that she met Pinky and Pinky brought her into porn and she's saying that 
everything that people tell you about porn is basically a lie. Are you familiar with the DVD? I'm not sure about the DVD. Uh, do you remember the name and who the or who the star was? It was this. I can't remember her name, but she was like having a one-on-one -on -one interview, and she's saying that Pinky brought her in on a scene, and she was saying that the whole thing. She said everything they tell you about porn, you get, you get like they pay black stars less than what they that pay the true. white stars. Yeah, and she's saying that it's like a double standard, and it's something that she regretted doing. Now, is there any truth to? Obviously, I mean, you seem very happy because I follow you on Instagram and me and you was in Dubai at the same time as well. See what I'm saying? And I know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we're going to get into that later though. But, um, <laughs> you, um, it's something that, that, is it something that you can, is there any truth to what this lady's saying? And she's someone who knows Pinky well. Yes, um, there is truth to what she's saying. There is a double standard. The black females, they I don't know what it is, but a lot of the companies are not black owned. So, you know, just like with any other business, there's a double standard always. You know what I mean? They treat some people treat African-Americans a little differently. And with the white girls, what they typically tend to do is give them exclusive contracts. The girl will come in at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Immediately, they'll, like, grab her up, and they, they basically take a hold of her career and, like, uh, in a 360 mannerism. Like, just like a music yeah. artist, they try to, um, they control everything she does. So, like, if there's a T-shirt, they, they make a dollar off of everything she does. So they basically like that exclusivity, you know what I mean? And that's what they do with these white porn stars. So, yes, they are making more in a way, you know what I mean? In a way, they are making more, but they can't do certain things on the outside. They have to uh, follow, like, a stricter guideline. You know what I mean? And, like, especially with the, uh, what do you call it, the award shows, the AVNs, they are really targeted towards uh, Caucasian porn, so not African-American porn or So it's like an Oscar porn. so white. It's like an Oscar so white kind of thing, but in porn, though. Exactly. Yeah. We uh, had uh, uh, something called the Urban X Awards, and it was targeted for more like African American porn, you know. And that actually, they did away with that in like 2012. I don't know what happened. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I mean, I don't know why the young lady regrets what she did because it's. I don't. I'm not sure if she only did one porn, but I hate when people like say that they regret doing certain things yeah. and you continue to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have so no unless regrets. it was like for out of it, unless it was out of necessity. Like I guess you really needed the money, and that was the reasoning, and maybe you could regret it afterwards. But I don't really. I kind of think about things before I um do them, and I don't regret it at all. It basically changed my life in a way. Like I mean, I have my issues here and there, how my mom might feel, but I don't actually have to do another porn in life and I can basically eat off my name in different ways. You know what I mean? It's still a yeah. brand. I can use it for so many other things. Mm. Yeah, true. Hey, if, you make a, if you make that name, if you really make a name for yourself, if yes. you don't actually right. do anything that um, that sets you apart from the, the, the pack, if you don't do anything that sets you apart from the pack, you just basically get lost in the sauce and it doesn't really benefit you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are we touching, touching that? On the, the anal situation, um, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to I was trying, trying to get into the psychology of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you? Is this something that you would have always wanted to do, or is it something that it was a case of uh, for uh, as part of the role, maybe, or for the shoot? This is what's oh, expected. Oh, okay. So you, you want to know, like, how did I get into? You know. How yeah. Did I, get I mean, was it, okay. you know, it, it was. Go ahead. I'm listening. I have the answer for that. <laughs> 
Okay. No, just just to give you just a Hello, little bit ready. more detail. Just to give you a little bit more detail, I'm just trying to wonder, was it something that was driven by yourself or was it a case of the industry or was it a case of what you saw, i.e. viewing porn yourself as a non-adult entertainer and then seeing that stuff and thinking, oh, you know, that, that looks interesting, let me hey, try on, it see. out kind of thing. Are we like breaking out? Are we like breaking out, breaking out for a second? I, I heard... Um... Is this something that you they were gearing you for in the industry and I didn't catch the last end of the sentence. It okay. started breaking up really bad. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you, can, can you hear me clearer now? Yes, it's perfect. Oh, excellent. Um, so was it something geared, sort of more geared industry-wise or was it something that you saw maybe pre-industry before you got into the industry, i.e. watching pornos and saw that particular actor thought, well, that looks interesting. I'm going to try that out kind of thing. Oh, as far as like doing anal period in my life, is yes, that what you mean? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, initially, I don't think I was watching like uh, videos with like a lot of anal. Um, what happened was I was dating someone, and I had never done it before. And at the time, I was so young, I didn't really know what a really big dick was, or like you know the difference in size, because it, it was early in my you know sexual exploits. So apparently, he knew his size, and he was not well endowed and he uh, mentioned it to me he was like you ever done anal i'm like uh no not at all so he was like i'm gonna show you <laughs> so he took his time he looped it up for me and everything and i actually thoroughly enjoyed it and i was like wow that was amazing and i think that was like one of my first real orgasms because initially like, i wasn't having real orgasms in the beginning from sex from regular vaginal sex. See, I, I really, really liked it. I was like, wow, that, that was great. And because he wasn't so big, it didn't hurt. I never really experienced the pain. And yeah. as I got older, I knew what to do and how to make myself more comfortable while I was doing it. And I just enjoyed it and I, I love watching it. I love watching it. I love watching like group sex, yeah. uh, DP, orgy, certain things I, I really like. And that's the type of stuff that like entices me. So of course I'm interested in doing it. So leave, nah, so leave okay. for, leave for. Do you feel? <laughs> do you feel that you can? Can you sit down and watch your own porn though? Can you watch yourself? Or nah? I in the past I never used to watch my porn and um like I would never get turned on from watching my own video. But like I've seen certain scenes where I was like, "Yo, you really did a good job." Like one, I have a favorite. <laughs> And I remember how, like, certain certain people you just flow really well with. And I always say that I, like, I'm a favorite of, um, a fan of uh, Wesley Pipes. He's oh, just yes. real comfortable on camera. I watched the um, interview of yours. When I found out you was coming on the show, I've just been doing some, I know about you anyway, but I was checking out some stuff about you. And I seen that you said <laughs> Wesley is your favorite guy to work with because he brings weed and all that. But don't. Yeah, man. Now I'm just saying, like, you hold know, on your phone. He's breaking up again. Oh, can you hear he us? Said now, it, yeah? uh, he's my favorite because he he brings light. I heard that you was. I think he was on Jack Thriller or one of them guys, and you were saying that Wesley he'll bring liquor, he'll bring weed and all that. But Wesley is even built... though like I don't smoke anything. Go ahead. But sorry, what did you say? Sorry. I said, even though I don't smoke, he's just so comfortable to be yeah. around and easy, you know, easy to work with. Like we have like an on-camera chemistry. Okay, mm. yes. So wait, so yes, yeah, so you and Wesley's got that. So that brings me to my next question, which is, 
what was the whole situation with you and Pompa? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Pompa had a little run on the internet and he was <laughs> he was kind of popular. Oh, he was right, popping dude. on Worldstar and that. But then I noticed that you and Pompa... crazy dance. You, you was going... You that was going head... You that was going toe to toe. Like, you would make a video. You Ooh. said that you bought his name out and all that. You bought the domain to his website. Then he came yeah. back yeah. up. He was saying that he'll never shoot you with you again. You were saying that he had to... He was, he was saying that he had to lift you up off his stomach or something. So what, where did it all start from with you and Pompa? Yeah, you're all... Okay, yeah, you're getting clearer now. Um, I actually was doing a regular interview for, um, I believe his name is um, Freak Genius TV. Um, that was the website at the time. And he was doing two um, video interviews. And he's had a list of questions. And he said, okay, at the end, we're just going to ask you about some stuff that's going on in the news. And you just give us your random opinion. So it's not like it was focused on him. It was just a regular interview. And they asked me, how do I feel about um brian pumper and lawrence fishburne's daughter doing a video yeah. and i told him how i feel about her video and i told him my opinion of i thought she wasn't like you know a porn star what was her point in actually doing porn and then i gave my one small opinion about me not really favoring him or like working with him and they basically took that 30 seconds to one minute and threw it up on world star and gave it a title you know how yeah. sometimes like news outlet just like switch up something you say i'm not saying i didn't say it but it just made it it made it so much bigger than what it was yeah because yeah, it's not like i have a dislike for this man so you know, you it's not what? like i have a dislike for him you ever ran back into him since then you ever ran back into pompa since then because obviously porn valley Actually, is I've not a big place is it again. Cause he's from I'm, Queens I, too, I don't ain't live he? there. I live in New York. Huh? Because Pom Pompa's from Queens too, ain't he? I believe he's from somewhere in Queens, but I don't know where he actually lives. And I never ran into him like ever again anywhere. Okay. It just, it just it was just some random thing. It's like I never had an opinion of him prior to that. Like he's not someone like I dislike. I don't have a problem with him or anything. No one has just never asked me my opinion about certain people in porn, and I just gave, I told the truth. Yeah, yeah. You just kept it real. So how how? All right. So let, please keep it real yeah. on the next question and tell us the true origin, because that's one thing that I couldn't seem to find on the internet. How did you get this name, Lethal Lips? Like, what, who named you that, or did you name yourself that? Um, the stage name, Lethal, I had Lethal as a stage name, Dancing, and it was just because, like, anything I did is, like, really, really intense, and I liked the name because no one, no one else had it. I was just tired of hearing the girls with all the same names, Coke, uh, Coco and Buttercup and, you know, Fire and all the, the, these girls, like, you name one girl and there's, like, ten other girls with the same name, Bubbles, it was, you know what I mean? It was just so cliche with the stripper name, so I came up with Lethal because of, like, my personality I have when I dance, and um, when I was introduced to the manager who wanted to manage my adult film career, he said, it's better to have a two-part name. Yeah. He said, for Google purposes and purposes in the future, just so you don't have that problem where you start people googling someone else or they're discussing you and they're thinking of someone else they want to you want them to associate your name with you only so he basically was like think of a second part to the name and i'm like you know what everyone's always talking about my lips and i know i give a great blowjob so i said you know what fuck it let's just use lethal lips and it it's like a name and a description all in once all at once yeah so i so i was i was i, I seen that you said 
Now this, I was saying to myself, is this correct? He's saying 18 inches. Now surely, have you came across a man who's really got that? Who's really walking around with that? that? Never in life. <laughs> That's like a horse, never in it. I've never seen it. It might be a... You know all of that as well, man. I got to ask, man. Huh? How did you manage to handle all of that? Have you got like two stomachs or something? <laughs> oh, I. you know what? I don't even know what made me try it. I think um, I've been uh, obviously sucking dick for since before I even lost my virginity. Right. And I was like... I used to like read, um, I was Googling, I'm, I'm an internet fanatic, so I was just Googling, I was like, how to deep throat? I've, I've heard the term before, so at a young age, I just was reading an article, and it was actually written by a male, I know, <laughs> and I said, let me let me look, th- look into this, and it just really was like about relaxation, and I don't know if I actually have a gag reflex, but I don't gag, like I, you know, I see some people brush their teeth, and they gag as soon as they push the toothbrush in the back of their throat, like I don't, I don't gag, and I think my lips actually make up for the extra inch that I could take because <laughs> my lips are so big. <laughs> all right, then. All right, then. Yeah, yeah but I just tried it. You know, at home experimental shit. Yeah. So Can I ask you a question? Um, in regards to, um, are you your are you your own agent or do um, you have a representative? I've had a representative before. Right now, I'm not working with anyone. Um, but I just have someone, like, I have a personal assistant, and that's who, like, answers my emails and stuff most of the time if I can't get to them. Good, good. Well, uh, this, the, the, these are the things we like to know, and I think other people... Oh, yeah, and I like... am available for international bookings. Obviously, you know that. I was in Dubai. All right, we're going to get to that, that now, Leave. Well, I wanted to keep yeah, it real. Yeah, how he says you can go to Birmingham, yeah? Now, hold on, hold on, Stephen, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Leave, leave for, leave for. Talk, everybody talk once at a time, because we're clashing. Yeah, because I can't hear. <laughs> all right, let me, I'm going to talk, then Stephen's going to talk. So, all right, we was in Dubai at the same time, and um, when yes, I was hello. in Dubai, a uh, couple guys was excited that you was out there still, some actual Dubai natives was was happy. Oh, that really? You, they was excited that you was out there, but they were saying that you came up there for a booking, so I'm like, booking? What kind of booking are you doing? A show or what are you doing? So obviously on your Instagram now, you've got a few videos where you're saying that. I think there's one particular video and I was looking through the comments where you were saying that basically you must have had a regular guy and he, and he hit you up with like $5,000. So is that for you to do a porn with him or what is that? What is that? Oh, that's basically for my company. Donation. Yeah, I said that was a donation. That's for my company. I'm an interesting person to hang out with. (laughs) (laughs) Five (laughs) thousand. Like that. So how much you gonna charge me for an hour, man? To just go. Oh no, we're not gonna discuss that. I'll I'll say maybe like half the year. I hit. I hit you. Oh yeah, but that's what I was telling you. I'm I'm available for international booking, so I can come to London. You ever been over here before? you know, I was supposed to, and I missed my friggin' flight, and I, it just never transpired after that. Uh, um, what happened? Um, I'm ready to come. Yeah, five thousand man might struggle with that. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> your money's worth more than mine. Uh, yeah, you know. I said your money's worth more than mine. 
Yeah, true. So why right, so, 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 so who was that? Some Dubai guys that flew you out there, or some some ballers that were us in Dubai? Because I know there's a lot of ballers out there. A lot, a lot of ballers. I've been here twice, uh, but the person once was uh, from is from Kuwaiti. So he's a fan of your Kuwait. work. He's seen your work and then said, "I need to get you over here." Yeah, I basically I I met them via Instagram and it was like uh on a Wednesday night and he was like, "Can you come Friday?" and I was like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah, man. You said, uh, so you, so that so I mean that's yeah, that's that's I mean that's <laughs> yeah. Queens, Queens, Queens. I know. So is you, is you, is you button real? Is you button real? Because I'm just gonna keep it real with you. Leave. Is you button real? Oh, my butt is real now. I would. I wish some of it would go away though. <laughs> so all oh, that's real, yeah. To, yeah, it's real. I actually had um. What did I have um done? Uh, when I first came on the industry, I don't even think I was really doing films then. I was really sm a lot smaller. And um, what ended up happening? I got on this birth control and then like kind of like blew, blew up. I got titties, I got ass, I got hips, everything. And I've had a baby since then. So my ass even got even bigger. Wow. And then I had lipo, uh, I did some work and I got rid of the stomach. And basically this is how I ended up with this bigger butt. So is it true about Santana? Did Santana and you really hook up? Jewels. For well, those I, who don't talk about that. Right, so you can't, <laughs> we're not you, talking you, about that. You can't reveal none of that, no? No, so, we're not talking about that at all. Steven, Steven. Man done their research. Yeah, it's a little follow-up I, I don't want to talk about anybody I dealt with. Let's I, put it like that. I know, Because obviously you got the UK listening to you now, you know. And obviously a lot of them know who you are because everyone watches Worldstar here. Just like they watch it in the states. I didn't even know that. And um, how did you guys have access to the Sub Zero DVDs? They they sell out there. Yeah, we we watch all of them. We have seen all of them. So we seen you on there when I think you was with. Um, is it just uh, is it via internet or do they actually sell them nah, out there? They sell them out here. Yeah, man, live oh, wow. DVDs that if we pick up yeah. everything that y'all got over in 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 New York or in America, generally we'll get here. Maybe a little bit later, but it's coming here. Wow, that is cool. I didn't even know you guys get the smack DVDs and the um Sub Zero DVDs and stuff. That is so cool. Yeah, well, yeah. Know. We we do research over here. We research everything. Okay. So what part? Are you from Jamaica, Queens? Uh, yeah, I'm from Jamaica, Queens. Okay. So Steve, Steve, and so what was the long you've been living in? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, my follow up question. Obviously, we were talking about the whole booking and that. So what do you think of these so-called Instagram models who um, just lounge around taking pictures, trying to sell people tea? Oh, 30-day squats and you can have an ass like me and rare, 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 with all the booking info in the um, headline and that. What do you think of those kind of girls? Like, Do you think them, with the evolution of the internet, they've kind of bypassed having to do the whole porn thing to just being able to get flown out and looked after by certain men? You know what? I actually don't have a negative opinion of anyone. I, I just, I always feel like anybody who's doing whatever they do and you do it well, I'm, I'm happy for you. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I actually like doing the porn itself. Like, I, I like doing the videos. I just didn't want to do a whole lot. I, I love doing porn. When I get on a set, it's just a different person. So I'm not, I don't have anything against the um, internet celebrities or these internet models like every everyone there's a lane for everyone you know what I mean everyone has their own lane 
So I'm I'm actually cool with it. I'm like, yo, go ahead. I'm I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? I wish I had like certain um outlets when I was like just starting. You probably be even bigger than I am now. You know what I mean? Okay. If I was focused, if I was focused on the porn, I probably would. I'm surprised that I even got the amount of celebrity and notoriety that I have, uh, considering the small amount of videos that I've done. So don't you know, and I the- don't really like force the videos, and I don't really put. Go ahead, I'm listening. I don't really put too much nasty stuff out there that much. I I kind of my page is not really R rate or X rated. I could say, you know what I mean. I just talk a lot of shit. So don't the internet damage you know like yeah. with the internet now like these sites where like you said you said rock and share worth like three million or something like that big money that is That's, rock and share yeah yeah so you know like with all, these, with all these like free websites and all that don't this damage the business of of the of the porn business like because the people still subscribe to the websites and pay money to watch your videos when You've got all these sites where people can just basically go on there for free. You know what's crazy? The the free websites, it it has damage. It's kind of like just like the music industry. Like you see how the music industry has had to switch over and do iTunes sales rather than uh, selling CDs at the store. You know what I mean? They're not no longer really much um, music stores like we used to have back in the days. It's really online stuff. So it, the porn was affected just the same way the music was affected. And but it works in um, both. It um, can work in your favor and out your favor. For on one degree, it actually keeps your popularity out there because some people are not hardcore fans. They just want to see the porn. Then they start following you and they know of who you are. You know what I mean? From these free websites. And then um, your hardcore fans, they actually support you. They buy the stuff. That, if you have something out there, they buy that stuff. They want to subscribe to what you have. And if you are really on it, like, have you ever heard of, um, what the hell is it? What is that deep throat a website with a white guy and they kind of destroy the black girls? All the top porn stars were on there. Um, I can't, can't even remember. I have I've never done it. Ghetto gang. They degrade them. them, them oh, degrade, they degrade them. Cherokee was on there. Yeah, I saw the. I kind of spoke to the owner a couple times and I like him as a person. And um, in all actuality, like he doesn't. His stuff is never on those free sites. Like he has a team of people and. They send out a cease and desist letter or, you know, email right away. So they have to pull his shit down right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you can control yeah. it. The bigger you get, you can control your actual footage. That's why you see a lot of the porn girls are doing, like, webcam instead of just putting up a lot of videos. Mm. What made you not do that? Because I'm, I'm glad you actually, we, we went down this, this avenue. Because I was surprised to see, I mean, I, normally, I mean, it, it's... It's not like stars that are doing it, and I was surprised to see, as you say, Cherry Oki, Sky Black, doing such degrading acts. Like, what made you say, "Look, that's a bit too much for me," or "I ain't gonna go down that route"? I mean, I know the scene would actually it wouldn't it wouldn't be the way that it um theirs went down. My scene wouldn't go down like that. Like, you know, I'm, I have a much more aggressive personality on camera than. Yeah those females that i mentioned like i'm i'm a very dominant individual on camera maybe not in my personal life but on camera i'm a lot more dominating so i don't think it would have went down that way we actually spoke about it at length with the owner and i told him i said you'd have to pay me way more and we'd have to put out much more uh publicity um promotion if you wanted me to get on that and i said it's not i feel like it would kind of like destroy my brand mm. yes like, excellent points all right so 
that well, I mean, maybe it's good for them, but I I personally don't think it's enough money for me to do that. Do you think they must have been like in a, in a maybe a financial bind? What made them go down that route? I mean, they're it pretty big possible. stars. That... It, I mean, I, it, I mean, it like... that time. Hmm? I was just going to say, are you friends with like um, Cherry Oki or Sky Black? I'm friends with Sky Black. Oh. But, um, leave for your never, But I don't ask like people's yeah. personal business like that. Yeah, that's I get yeah, I get I, yeah. So when when today I was telling uh, one of my colleagues that uh, who is is very familiar with your work, and um, I was telling <laughs> him that I was telling him that we was going to be interviewing you today. So he was saying that there was some scene that he had seen where you was in like some dark color or something. Yeah, I like that. It was yeah, I did that scene. So don't you feel it was that, uh, with a dark color? Yeah, he said that it was with a dog you... collar and uh... go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, he basically said someone was walking you on the feet on with a collar. So I'm saying, obviously, I know this is mm -hmm. all this is acting, really. It's just it's just a movie, really. But don't you feel any sort of like, or do you charge more for someone to kind of degrade you in that way? You know what? I didn't think it was degrading. I personally didn't think it was degrading. I more looked at it like acting. Like these girls on, um, what do you call it? Uh, ghetto gaggers. They don't even know what's coming at them. Like spitting in the face. You, ha you end up vomiting. All types of stuff like that. I, I don't want it. I don't want that scene. I don't want to put that type of thing out. You know what I mean? The dog collar. That's a part of sex. I know a lot of people like I'm in actually into in my personal life. I've done it a few times, like the S&M and the bondage. Yeah, I like that stuff. So it's it's uh, along those lanes. But he didn't degrade me. He just like walked me on a collar, walked me over to the, the couch and we had sex. And, you know, there were no name calling and yeah. there wasn't anything like that. I feel so, like so I guess that's like so, real. Sis, it, it is real. <laughs> that's so, real sis, vomit. It, that's real sitting in your face. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> With that particular scene, then, like, obviously, you don't need to give us any graphic detail, but I can't, like, I'm, I'm just trying to pitch. You said it wasn't a degrading scene, but how do you work that into a normal scene, like putting a, a, a color on someone, like a dog color, and then walking them to a bed or a chair and then having sex? How, was it like, uh, like, how did that actually work, play out in the actual scene? You know itself? What? It wasn't actually a decision from the producers or the director, that was actually my chain. That was my one of my. That's something that oh, I had, okay. and I wanted to do mm -hmm. something like wild. And mm -hmm. because of the, where we were, I was like, I looked at the set and I said, you know what? Can we do this? And they agreed, and we yeah. did it. Okay. All right. So, um, if you walk into a set and it's um, for example, like a new director producer, like someone you've never worked with before, would you um? And they said, ah, oh, you gotta do X, Y, Z. Have you ever had a case where you said, nah, I'm not doing that? Or has everything been all good to go? Most of the time, everything has actually been a complete go with me. Like, they're not really, like, uh, I haven't worked with any, like, really, I, I guess they are considered hardcore companies, but they're not, like, 
real extreme. You know what I mean? They're not like extreme sex or like any type of degradation or like uh, painful things. They don't like ask you to do certain things. I haven't worked with those type of companies. Not saying I'm completely against it because I like to watch that type of porn. You know what I mean? I just felt like when it came to ghetto gaggers, it's not saying I would never do it, but I just wanted it to, to be paid a certain amount of money. Like I told them I'm not going to do that for short change, you know, period. <laughs> Hey, like if, if, if the price is right, you could look at possibly doing it. If the, we would have to, like, I would have to have a part in it, like, promotion-wise. Like, it would have to be a big thing. You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with that. Like, I would, I just have to have some type of control over the situation. Um, the only thing I've ever had happen to me was um, something I said no to. And this is when I had a female agent for work that I did in Cali. She left me in the room with one of the directors and he just was like, um, you know, basically said what day we were going to shoot the scene. And he just was like, um, do you think you could give a blowjob under, um, under this desk? I was like, yeah, why not? And I didn't realize that like, he looked me in the eyes twice. Like, no, bitch. I mean now. And I just was like, oh, okay. I'll see you later. I that scene never happened. Wow, wow, wow. You know what I mean? so, so that means that men that actually have... the men actually recognize you on the road and say things like, Yo, lethal, rare, rare. or how do they try and get at you? Like, because obviously they know that you do what you do. So do they feel some kind of like when they see you like I want I want to experience that? How do you deal with that? Especially in New York um... as well. Oh, you mean like our rude New Yorkers? <laughs> yeah, like, no, yes. I don't mean New Yorkers are rude because I got love for New York, but you know when you're out in New York, you know people don't play around out there. They'll call out to any woman mm-hmm. kind of thing. So don't these men, like, you could be on the subway and, like, even a kid might say, oh, that's Leaf with lip tie. Can you do this for me or can you do that? How do you personally deal with that? You know what? Um, Let me think about this for a second. I only had, like, maybe... A few times I've had certain things be said to me, and but nothing crazy. Just like, oh, oh, you know, I'm a fan. I want to, I want to do a video, or and I just like, okay, whatever, and I just keep walking. But it's only like on certain occasions. I'm not really like a timid type of person, you know. I'm not timid. I don't curse anyone out, but I just basically keep it moving and ignore it. It's nothing really too crazy. Most times it's even in the street. If a person doesn't know me, they'll just say something random like i've had guys do 360s in the street because of my ass or i've even had somebody crash a car because i was walking um across the street like so but they're not really that rude they're not really that rude like um i I know how to handle myself put it like that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. majority of the time it's more like oh can i get to know you that type of bullshit and do you ever do you ever get to know them (laughs) do you ever get to know them or not most of the time, no. I'm not easily approachable on the street. Like, I'm usually going somewhere. I'm heading somewhere. I'm going. I'm in and out. I got my car. I drive. I'm in and out, and I have no time for bullshit. It just it takes a lot to get to get my attention. And usually, the rude guys, you can like spot a guy's personality or attitude right from the beginning. And I'm just like, I I don't want any parts to that. All right. So what about um, if I went on your Instagram and left some hot eyes on your um. On one of your pictures, would that get your attention? No, <laughs> not at all. Okay. I just, I check, just, just I read through the comments. You to want to do that kind of thing? I read through the comments, but the funny thing is, the guys that you see leaving certain things, they leave that on everybody's page. You'll go through someone else's comments and see the same guy show up 
a lot of times. So like, you can't even pay attention to that shit. Them guys, I need a glass of water, man. <laughs> and they send you, they, you know how many dick pics I have in my friggin' um, DM? I'm oh. tired of seeing dicks. So what does your DM, what does your what, DM what, look what, like? What? <laughs> Hmm? Why does your DM look like people asking you to marry them and all sorts like that? I've heard that. I've even got emails to say, you know what? Fuck this business. I just want to. Um, I want to. I want you to be my wife. They don't even send a picture. They just say stupid things and just send a random email or send a DM their their penis. And I'm like, why is he sending me an ashy pic of his dick or you know a picture <laughs> of his dick next to the remote, some lotion or whatever? And I'm like, is that supposed to like entice me to just say, oh yeah, I want to come now and let's just do something? Guys are guys are crazy. I, I you know what? I give them an yeah. E for effort for even trying. What attracts you? Uh, what what kind of things attracts you as a woman in your caliber? You know what? I mean, personally, um, I'm a what do you call a sapiosexual? I, I'm intrigued by people's uh, mentalities. You know, um, what else? Like educated conversations and stuff like that just different things so like you can look at someone and see like certain things about their character just from their page and i'll just start following a random person and that it just entices me like certain things that they say and things about them i'm like oh shit we have that in common or certain people i've become friends with in real life and we were just friends on social media like we've been and now we personality i start following them because of the things that they say often and i'm like yo that person is really cool and i end up probably being friends with them sometimes or maybe once or twice i've ended up sleeping with someone that i liked but it just it's not like actually forced because i'm like you can't force relationships you can't force friendships yeah. that's just like natural and i hate when people are like okay can we be friends i'm like who does that so these, are those, re- these are those regular new york guys mm-hmm. those regular dudes with nine to fives or there um you know for i'm not like a nosy person i haven't asked him about it because i wasn't working with him but um i believe what it said was he had he was tested positive for uh syphilis yeah. or something yeah i hear a lot of background he tested positive for syphilis. oh shit i can hear yeah, that some... you still hearing um, background noise? yeah 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 oh my Lucky god off, is everything okay now uh, yeah, yeah, I think it sounds better. You sounding clear now? Yeah, What's happening said, now? Um, yeah, tested. Yeah. Yeah, it's live. It's live. It's cool. It's cool. All right, All right. right. All right. All right. All right. let's go. Let's go. Right. Carry on. Yeah, he had, uh, tested, he had tested positive for like syphilis on uh one of the industry regulated um at the industry regulated testing site, and basically he's supposed to go to the doctor, take care of the situation, and come back and retest. Apparently, like he retested and it was still there. It still was showing positive. It wasn't completely out of his system yet, but he didn't transmit the disease to anyone. But he, knowing that, he altered a test and made it look like he was um, negative, yeah. and continued to film. So it's like you know you're putting people at risk. I mean, the possibility of putting people at risk. He didn't do, he didn't hurt anyone or, you know, he was on the medication, but it basically the possibility knowingly you, putting someone at risk. Do you get that fear factor yourself? Um, when I do videos, um, yeah. I actually look at the test. Like, they have certain rules. They tell you to look at the test before you actually film certain things. And even Brian Pumper actually had that situation where he altered a... Uh, uh, tests before and I b- believe that's on his w- Wikipedia. I saw 
many of these people. Um, all coming out saying how some of the, the, the working conditions can be quite nasty, i.e. the women's vaginas sometimes can smell and they'll, they'll work through while they're on their period and plug it and all that kind of stuff. Are you aware of this type of nastiness taking place? You <laughs> said just nastiness. Um, um, I haven't like had the issue where um, someone didn't smell a certain way. I haven't had that issue. I did actually have one instance where I didn't do a film before. This I tried to say that he, um, it, well, not genital warts. He said he was born with certain things. It looked like genital warts to me. And I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> and I said, I don't give a fuck what you say that is. I'm not doing the scene. And, um, um, I forgot what the hell the question was you had actually, but um, yeah, I it totally slipped my mind. I thought about that. Yeah, no, that's cool. You be pretty much answered. It's just about the cleanliness and sexually transmitted diseases on the scene. And oh, well, well, well about this about um when when they're on their period and it's your t- monthly cycle to continue working, they will plug that area and then continue to work. And some people yeah, forget like, that it's in there. Is this true? This is, is this like, a you? Go ahead, I'm listening. Is that a usual sort? Is that like a normal practice, or is this sort of a European type thing that they would do? No, it's normal. It's normal to like work. Um, maybe not if you have like a heavy flow, or like you're a person who um, has like really bad cramps or something. It's not normal then. But like, there's instances where girls will just get their period right on set, and it's like. You've paid for production costs. You've rented out a location. Yeah. You have the cameraman there. You have so many things going on and so many aspects. And that's like a loss for everyone. So they'll, you know, get a spot on things like for um, toiletries and certain things that are on set for certain reasons. Yeah. And then they just do what they have to do, continue with the scene, and that's it. Okay. So it's not like some someone's proactively saying, okay, well, I've started my monthly cycle and I'm going to continue to work through this year. It's happened before. I know it's happened before. I know it's happened before. So would you say... Uh, are the men happy with this? Are the male... Is the talent... I think that's what they refer to, yeah, isn't the it? Talent. The talent. Are they happy with this? Everyone has things, like, you know, that they don't do or they will do or they won't do. You know what I mean? Okay. So if the male is aware, I'm sure he may, he'll make his decision and it's either get paid today or don't get paid, paid today. Do we have a backup for this? You know what I mean? And I don't mm. know the type of person that you are. Some people, people who do porn, most people are not, you know, finicky about certain sexual things. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's not like blood yeah. is going to be on him. It's, they're not that, yeah. you know, picky or certain things about certain sexual things. And so... Uh, um, they don't have those type of hang-ups. So I'm assuming, I'm not a male, yeah. that it, it wasn't really a major issue. So would you be happy and to do something like that? Or? You, don't, you, don't run, you don't run red lights, is what you're saying? Not really. No, still. <laughs> nah, I'm a nah, law-abiding nah. citizen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Because, you know, girls are like super horny on their period. So you don't mind uh, that taking place? No, I I love uh, especially in, in my relationships. Like we've had, I I, I continue. We haven't. We're having sex, and I don't see them mm. complaining. They're not saying anything about it. Well, obviously you can't, you can't do the full thing. Yeah. 
that's the time when it's, that's your time to rest off and just you know relax self you got uh, you know, if you're a seven day cycle you know pregnant women love to have sex <laughs> most of them i mean they even do pre- they even do like pregnant videos in it yeah, yeah. yes I mean, they do yeah. i wouldn't do it yeah, it's the, I mean, it seems like you've got your your head screwed on, sis. In in obviously, we haven't built, you know, had a a real in depth conversation with many porn stars, but it seems like you know you clearly have a separation between your persona on the camera and that sort of life, and your everyday sort of modality, how you carry yourself and what you're doing, and you you all. It seems that. As you've said, that there is a price, you know, if the money's right, you will do certain things. But it also seems that you've got a, a certain degree of morals where you will say, well, that's not something I'm interested in doing. So, you know, it's, it's refreshing because I am of, of the, 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 the train of thought that not all, but the majority of people who are uh, women, males, especially more women, because it's more of a, a women led industry, uh, so the, you know, the sex industry, the adult industry. Uh, they've come from a, a very broken home or a broken mm-hmm. background, i.e. molestation, rape, you know, those kind of things. But, you know, and, and unless you can set the record straight, it doesn't seem like that's happened to you kind of thing. Yeah. I've actually, uh, I've had an issue before in the past, like, you know, the slight molestation thing. I don't know if that's something that uh, turned on that sexual, um, you know, that sexual light right there. I flipped that switch in my head and had me like become a more sexual being. I'm not positive about that. Like I actually have a good relationship. Specialized art high school here and I went to uh, art college. So it's like, she always taught me be free with certain things, you know, but she was like, oh my God, I think I just turned you into a monster. Like you're too free with your opinions. You're too free with everything. But she just was like, you know, accept yourself, be proud of certain things and, you know, don't be ashamed of, you know, what you like. And so because I was such a free spirit, as far as like art wise and expressing myself, I believe that I express myself on camera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's not that I'm like broken or I wasn't like I wasn't broke, so for, you, mind you know, at all. Saying who the issue was with was it at home or was it on the street? It was oh, never on the street. It wasn't a rape situation. Okay, so it, it was just a, some... a rape situation. Yeah, it's very sad because that I mean, when you look at these um, the industry, I mean, these women are absolutely good. I mean, they're absolutely gorgeous. I was saying today to my colleague that. A lot of them actually look better than the video victims and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the very, like very, very attractive women. So I don't know what it is, where they. I know it starts because obviously with the hip hop culture now, it's mainly about mm-hmm. like strippers and throwing money at women and things like that. So with that coming in, obviously mm-hmm. a lot of the young girls are seeing that all these songs about strippers and all that, and that's kind of popular popularized it but then the net i know a lot of these guys come in because i was watching um another interview that you did where you said that i know you don't want to speak about no one but you you said it already mr c came in and actually put down some cash and said let's make this happen or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like a lot of these yeah, ballers like I, I, going and then uh-huh. a, when the girls see that money coming in fast it takes them to that next level mm-hmm. Would you agree with um, that? 
I can agree with that. Um, a lot of girls, it takes them to another level. And then they, I just hate people that say that they regret a lot of things. Like, you know, I own, I own everything that I do. You know, and like, that's why people, like even my friends are certain people yeah, there's some background noise coming from someone. Please, please sort that out. Yeah, so it's like, um, um, how can I say this? How can I say this? I kind of got lost in the sauce. Like, shit. I usually never, ever, ever, ever get stumped. Um, I know that the culture is so popular right now, trying to follow certain things and be a certain way. And people are getting popular for just doing these twerk videos. This is the year of like the social networking. That's what that's what everyone's doing. Just going on these social networks and being a person, becoming like an internet star personality. And I'm mad that a lot of young girls are not like, education is not the new, no one cares about education anymore. Like no one cares to go to school. It's like, that's the shame. So it's like, you're not developing another side of you. You're just be becoming this, you know, one directional, you know, person, like that's it for you. And it's like, once your fame is over, it's kind of over for you. You have nothing you can transition to. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's true. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, right now, that's the era that we're living in. I mean, with Instagram, it's uh it, it's created a lot of um this kind of this kind of behavior and i think it's more about the fame than the money so you see when you're explaining that you own uh, you own your products a lot of people are just quick to to uh sell themselves for 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 fame it's not even about the money yeah uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy i i don't i don't know what, what's going on like but it's to me it's like I, hopefully you get the most out of what you're doing just make sure you're getting what you what you want out of what you're doing make sure it makes sense like with me just make sure it makes sense yeah, you gotta make sure so you say are you within with sorry mark within your community then outside of obviously you know your persona uh, lethal um, as you said in regards to giving the younger the younger generation these options is that something that you're you know practicing is that you know obviously I, get, I would imagine you're doing it within your family trying to you know give them options and giving them uh, opportunities to learn and to grow and rather than veering to this social media type thing is that something you're, you're, you're practicing within your, your personal life well me personally I I have licenses and I'm educated I'm like you know degrees in other things like I've owned uh, two salons in Queens, New York. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Like, I've done other things. I have, you know, a tattoo license. I'm a licensed esthetician. I do certain things that, like, this is not just me. Like, it doesn't end here for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm educated. So I was always like, now I'm comfortable when someone approaches me and says, you know, you're this, you're that, and I can't believe you do this. And because they don't know who I am. And I don't mind them not knowing everyone is not supposed to know who you are they're, they don't even they're not deserving enough of that you know yes. um so it's i was raised a certain way and i was I, this is not where i would imagine my family would end up think i would end up doing you know but i was i don't know it just it happens things happen and but i'm happy with that i wouldn't want my daughter to do that i mean i, I hope that um i can lead her in the right direction but you, okay. you just never know people oh turn you got children you got children. I have a two-year-old daughter. 
So don't you get, ain't you frightened, like, all jokes aside, ain't you frightened that when she gets to school, because you know you have, today, you can pull up like a, a, a purple passion or an angel haze from 20 years ago, before you, when you was a kid or yes. from even 30 years. So ain't you scared that one day your daughter's going to be in school and some kid pulls up his mom's resume and then says, look, this is what your mom's doing. I want you to do the same thing. I mean, ain't you scared of these problems? presenting themselves um uh hopefully um by the way i raise her she'll be a strong enough individual to handle certain things like i have a brother that's young 11 years younger than me he's the type of person you can't just talk shit to him you can't you know bully him you can't say anything to him about anything it's just like i'm i'm a strong person too you can't just tell me something and i'm gonna be offended by it i don't get offended easily so like i'm hoping that she'll be a strong enough individual and by the time that these kids are looking at that type of stuff hopefully age where she knows how to respond to certain things that's all i'm hoping okay and i'm hoping that i'll put push my career in the right direction to where it really made sense all the things that i did yeah, so you can. So you obviously, you've start. You've started up a a legacy that you've created businesses because, like you said, you've got some salons. You still got those salons because I'm regular in Queens. You know, I know Queens very well. All down there, Jamaica. Oh, really? Aber- no, yeah, I, Jamaica I, I Mall. It, um, all of that. Oh, I had it on the Coliseum block. You know exactly where that is. Yeah, I know the Coliseum, man. We had our, we had, the guy. We also you're talking to now. Our project was around there selling all over the place or all along that strip i know all the guys the slow box all those guys who um were around oh, okay. there that's cool. yeah that's cool no i actually gave up the salon it's a lot like managing the first one i owned i was 22 years old so i was my mindset it just blew up it just i became so popular in the field that i was in with the eyelashes and the makeup like I, my clientele just bubbled over so large in the first year i was able to purchase i was working at a someone salon and i just and, uh was able to purchase my own and i don't think i knew how to manage a business at the time you know what I mean? I didn't. I had a full service salon. I had plenty of employees, and I didn't know how to manage it. And the I knew how to manage the money. I didn't know how to manage the people that worked for me. Okay. Yeah. So I ended up taking off some years from that, and I ended up coming back to New York and trying it again. And I said, you know what? This time around, I think I need uh, proper management and just really having someone that really knows the business. And I might not be managing it myself. Yeah. Mm. What's the vision for the future then? You're saying you, you've got some, some lofty goals. What, what, where do you see yourself kind of maybe what in, in five, ten years time? Hopefully I can look back at this interview in five years and I'll, I will have made it where I want to. Um, I recently trademarked the name maybe about two years ago. I said I'm going to actually approach the business less like a hustle and more like a business. Because it, at the time when you're young, I was just yeah. having a ball. You know, I was having fun. It, I don't even think so much the porn was really about when I did the porns. It was about the money I was getting paid for the video. It was more about uh, creating this name, and you know, I was just—I had—I was just enjoying life. I just enjoyed life, you know. So now I'm like, okay, you know what? It's time to buckle down, treat it like a business. Let's do some things. So, um, working on some T-shirts again. I had put some T-shirts out before. 
but I kind of like gave them out as promotional items. Um, this time around, obviously I'll be selling the t-shirts. I have, uh, I told you I went to art school. So I have one of the graphic designers from school working on the site. He's actually working on it right now. And I told him, I said, listen, I need you to put something up right now because they're listening in London so they can know where I'm at and how to reach me, certain things like that. So I'm working on the website. I'm more likely going to do a lot of webcam stuff on the site. Okay. okay. And leave for, we have to leave for one, one thing. One thing before we carry on, we're based in Birmingham. Birmingham's outside of yes. London. I know you guys always yes. think England's only London. <laughs> we're the second city, <laughs> so we're like, say, the New Jersey yes. then. Oh, okay, I got you. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Jersey. How far is it from London? Hour and a half. 97 miles. Okay, okay, like yeah, it's like Jersey. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. hopefully you can come over here and we can do some sort of visual or something. When yeah, you're in I'm, London, I'm not against it. I'm so with it. I mean, with these guys in Dubai flying you, I, I, I don't think it'll be long before you get here. I'm telling you that right now. Now, sometimes people don't even know how to reach you. They don't know how to um, get to you, and they they don't even know you're available to fly out. So hopefully, once they hear this podcast, they know a way to get in touch with me. They know my social sites and you know stuff, stuff along that line. So do you do like hosting? Do you yeah. host parties and that kind of stuff? Yeah, I've been doing that. The Sub Zero. After I did that Sub Zero party, I've been hosting parties like forever, uh, for a long time. But I'll probably get you out here doing some stuff because we was meant to have Black China come over here before, but some that's when she got caught with the um, I think it was Coke or something. She was on her way here at the time, and then that that fell through. Oh, but that was going to be good. Pardon? Oh, you said she had got caught up at the airport? Yeah, when she got caught up at the airport, she was actually on her way to London, and that, that fell through. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully that don't happen with you. I was just no. about to say the same thing, King. Be on your P's and Q's when you go over to the UK. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> keep, keep, keep your pockets empty. <laughs> no, I would never have that. I've been everywhere. I've, I've never had that happen. What's the what's the furthest place you've been, Lee? For I believe it's uh Dubai. Okay, so they ain't hollered at you in the Far East yet. No, uh, well, I've had, not the Far East, but like I've had uh requests from Egypt, uh, Nigeria, and uh, Switzerland. Okay, that's not far okay. from us. Mm. Yeah, a hop, skip, and a jump. I take it, you know, obviously the Caribbean's pretty close to the uh, the wilderness of yeah. North America. Have you been all up and down the Caribbean yet? Mostly like the Bahamas. And I've been getting a lot of requests in the Bahamas for some reason. And like once in Trinidad, I'm getting requests now from there. So where are you from? Where are your okay. people from? You Jamaican, Lifo? Jamaican and Guyanese and actually French. But yeah, that's it. Jamaican and Guyanese. Yeah, that's the I've only seen... thing I rap. I seen you eating um, some yard food because we're Jamaican too. I seen you eating some Jamaican okay. some food, so I said, "Ah, oh, you Jamaican." So you ain't been out there yet? Yes. Oh, plenty of times, many times. Yeah, it's like no a family vacation. There. Oh, family. Okay. okay. No, I don't know. I, that I would not. I would keep that away from. Like, if my family is down there and they like are highly respected, so I would. I can stay away from that. I don't need a dollar out of Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) I know they love that kind of stuff down there. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I, I just started becoming familiar with that. I was like, I, I didn't even know that that was like a large, a big thing down there now. Oh, They're yeah. like changing. Bigger than, in, bigger than in New York? Area. The area that I'm from in Jamaica, they're really like uppity and what? they're like so against that type of shit. Where you from? And they're like, they're not with the party and stuff. Mandeville, Manchester. Oh, Mandeville, oh, I know man. around there. Very well. Yeah, people are from Mandeville, man. My well. Yeah. That's the cool part. Do of you Jamaica. go down to my, do you go down to South Florida and them places? Yeah. Are you know, yeah, I'm actually, actually going to be there in sometime within the next week. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, you know, Uncle Luke, then. <laughs> I never met him, but I know he's down there. Okay, well, we down south, too. We got connections down there, too. Everyone gone? Oh, God. So that you, well, you can hear. Man, you, is everyone there? I can hear. Okay, I don't yeah, know. What's we there? No. We there? Yeah, oh, just went, it just went she's very gonna, She's gonna give out her email. Oh, alright, drop that info <laughs> then. Let's go. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The Instagram is at Lethal Lips, spelled L E T H A L L I P P S, and all my other uh, contact information is right on there. Alright then. So don't forget when you get to the UK. Don't forget us, yeah. Hit you guys up. Hit us up. Please. I'll hit you guys up. Peace. And thanks, thanks for coming on to the show and sharing such, such um, knowledge with us. Such, hopefully, we people can hear this in the UK and can understand a bit more what you're about. It was about. a beautiful insight. Believe that. Yeah, man, definitely. Real nice, real nice conversation. Real, real organic, as I said. Um, and trust me, obviously, when you, when you got that, when your business model is growing, etc., and you got your t-shirts going, you know, you, you know, you're more than welcome to come back on, have another discourse, and obviously put that promotion out there. You never know; we can even be a little sub distributor for your um, for your work over in the UK. I appreciate that. It was really nice. I'm glad you guys had me. It's no nice having you. you take care. So when when you going back I'm to Dubai? Anyway, when you're back in Dubai, or you don't know? You never know. Like uh, life is just so crazy. Like the circumstances could change within the next five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like always ready to go. Alright, then no problem, no problem. Cool. Alright, peace, Lee. Right. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on, man. Sorry. You guys have a good one. balance. Pieces. Uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Peace, peace. Okay. Real nice organic bills. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Don't know, yeah. don't know. I mean, it's something a bit different for the Express Truth to have a porn, a porn star on on air. So, want people to understand that we have to we have to talk about all different things. And at the end of the day, it's a black woman who we have to understand her way of thinking. How she started and just have a conversation, basically. That's it. So we hope no one don't. Also this, yeah, go ahead. And also, as I was as I was saying, sorry to cut you there, Mark. Um, dispel some of the myths, and obviously one of the, the the main questions which I posed was, as people think that a lot of people do get molested, etc. They're from Balkan backgrounds. Obviously, she went through a little something. She said nothing major. She wasn't raped, but. It, you know, it kind of dispels some of the rumours and, you know, she seemed like a real positive system. 
Yeah, leave for leave for lit, man. Hopefully we can do. Well, something. she had she had a good she had a good mindset on herself. She knew what she was doing, and she was direct with her business. As you can see, she's a brand, so you know maybe the way how we look at it because we we've got a kind of way of thinking on um on our level of consciousness of certain things that we probably won't approve i do understand her way of thinking she's living in america and the part of it like she says this is what she likes to do this is something that she likes to express in herself so she knows what she's doing she's branded it she's marketed herself so you know you can only do is give her respect for what she's doing, and you have to, you have you to, know? and you have to keep it real for, for her to come on a show like this and and answer the questions like that. Because even the stuff like about a lot of people wouldn't really want to answer those questions, like the stuff about her child and family and things like that. But these are questions. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Asked. She answered those, to be honest. Hmm. I was a little bit surprised that you answered those, to be honest. Now, you got to keep it real, because, I mean, these are real-life situations. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. People don't understand how these things are until it's in their shoes, because I wouldn't want that up. I wouldn't want my daughter to grow up um, and have to face that. But like Leifa said, that she's got a brother who's younger, who he deals with it, and she's and he's he's been grown in a way that he knows how to accept it, so... Everyone deals with things differently. Nah, it's true. But I, I would look. I would assume, like, um, for example, like you did a little girl and your mom does porn. You'd either, I, I would assume it either go one of two ways. Like you'd either be drawn into it yourself, like, oh yeah, what's the fascination? Or you just totally want to stay away from it. I don't think there's no middle ground on that subject, personally. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Well, I think she, she answered them quite well. But it just show this show just shows you the diversity. Uh, excuse the technicals a little bit earlier, and there was so much going on under Skype call, background noise, and all that. Call dropped a few times, but we hope people enjoyed this show, man. And we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing a lot more shows like this, just spontaneous shows mm-hmm. that you're just not gonna expect us to do. So I'm saying we got we're working on a few. Throw them curveballs. Yeah, man, it's, we have to change it up every now and again, man. We can't just keep, stay on the one topic. Sometimes we have to show nah. people. We can mix it up in any way, class, man. I would definitely say, you know what, this topic came at the right time because it's been a slow week, you know. Yeah, true. Well, not 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 Nagwan. It's been lately. It's been there's been a few. I think like the last two, maybe even three weeks, it's been slow news weeks, man. Well, oh, definitely, let's, definitely. Let's keep keep digging. <laughs> yes, well, well, yeah, we got man. real exciting. Hey, before before we before we close out, um, another exciting guest we got lined up for next week. This one, this guest, I ain't gonna say nothing until next week. I ain't gonna let the cat out the bag. But pens and pads are gonna be needed. There's going to be some information that's going to be presented next week, which trustfully not many people are going to have, going to have heard of, and they're going to need to do a lot of research. It's going to make a lot of sense to some straight away. For others, they'll be scratching their head and be very perplexed. But this is going to be a, a real interesting uh, build next week coming up. So make sure you're locked in. And make sure you share the link with your friends, because what we're coming with, 
believe me, we're covering some very in, within the, between now and the next couple of weeks. There's gonna be some very juicy topics, some juicy visuals of different things going down. So just make sure you're locked into the YouTube everything because you're not gonna want to miss the kind of stuff we're gonna be putting out there. So yeah, let's get the final thoughts of everyone before we go on this whole porn industry slash lethal lips. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let, let, let me throw my thoughts in because I got a dip, bros. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I'm just gonna do mine quick time, um, and then I'm gonna let you guys handle the set. Yeah, um, enough respect to the young sister. And um, one thing I want to say is that we all tend to look at people and we grade them by what we see, but sometimes it takes a little look behind the scenery of lifestyles and how we come up into things. And, you know, to see somebody who can actually experience and talk about their experience and make it a hit, I salute that. And we salute what we do in... It looks like we've lost the Skype call. Simple as that. That's how it, that's how it can happen. That's how it can happen. Sorry, no. it, carry on on that Daddy, final force. You, dropped the call, out, dro it dropped out, but carry on on that final force. Yeah, and um, as just saying, you know, as he expressed truth, do you know, we're diverse and we it's not we look into every angle, we don't look at things one dimension, dimension. So, no respect to the girl coming up, luscious, and dropping the bombs yes. with the, the crew, little. <laughs> Lethal. Yeah. Sorry about that. Do apologize. No problem. Um, enough respect for you coming on the set and, and showing your presence. And we bless that. You know what I mean? And that next time, I know that we'll be coming with more. And at the same time, you'll have more to tell us what's in store. Okay. I appreciate it. Stephen, what you saying? You. Stephen, I saying what am I saying? Yeah. Boy, I just want to thank Lee for coming on. You get me. Hopefully, we can so meet face to face. Though, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> no problem. You guys in the Queens often, so it'll happen. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Obviously, when I look, when we look to go NY now, next, I think it's next year now. Well, we might pop up in okay. NY before you know it, you know, Lee, because we we regular in NY. I might make it out there before you guys pop out here. We we out there very often, you know, Lee, for very very often. So when I come out there, I'm gonna hit up your DMs. You get me? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it goes down. You get me? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> you Snapchat, Snapchat though. No, I don't even um really snap that much. I like Instagram more than Snapchat. I was gonna say Snapchat me. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know about them thing there, you know, King. I don't know nothing about that new technology thing. Instagram is the most I'm gonna do. <laughs> I, but yes, honest, yeah, sis, honest, sister, honest, honest, honest. It was a pleasure having you on. Um, not many will, will come on and, and talk and, you know, be open and express the truth as you've done. Um, as I say, it's been an honor, a uh, pleasure. And we will definitely have you on the broadcast again. And trustfully, we'll meet in the physical and, uh, and, and bills, definitely. <clears throat> I, I just want to say, 
thank you Lee for lit for coming on um to to our broadcast and, and and letting us know a little insight into your okay i appreciate it into your life um like i said before i know about you in there because i spent a lot of time out there in in new york harlem harlem particularly and um i do go down there in queens and i know you've done a lot of things a lot of um dvds and all that kind of stuff and sometimes it's good to just get insight because i mean a lot of the shows that I have seen you go on to there's a lot of like joking around and things like that and you don't actually get to see the personality beyond that see what i'm saying and that's what we try and do on our show so we just wish you all the continued success really yes it's always appreciated and it's nice to actually have someone like try to see the other side the other side of you that you're like not just uh one dimensional yeah exactly exactly and hopefully Definitely. and spread the word c star any of your um other talented um entertainers People. yes yes oh actually, you know actually wesley holla at wesley we would, would we would love to um deal with wesley on, Get a male on the broadcast right exactly no exactly wesley pipes mm-hmm. uh, i think he's from it's la he? he's from la wesley any yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from LA. All right. So yeah, man. So until next week, uh, we're just gonna thank all the listeners for any questions. Like, follow Lethal Licks on our social media. Email us for any any comments you have on the show. You know what to do. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. And that's it until all next week. Media. All the social yeah, medias. Yeah. So until next week, take care. Uh, we out, man. Hello, right. Balance Paradise. Peace. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.